What's up, gamer? Welcome to another day here on the Wolf's Den. I'm, of course, your host, the Wolf. We've got some silly, silly things to talk about today. First up, U.S. Customs ruined a near-mint condition copy of Pokemon Yellow. They took the thing, broke open its certified casing, took the box out. They didn't break the seal. No, no. Instead, they ripped the entire front of the game off to get to the cartridge. So the entire box is in two pieces now. It's rough. It's rough. So they took a game that was worth potentially over $10,000 and brought it all the way down to around $2. It's sad. It's sad to see. Uh, but, you know, there you are. U.S. Customs protecting us against mint condition copies of Pokemon Yellow from 1998. So, good for them. Uh, great victory. Fantastic work. <laughs> so, kind of in, in addition to this, the, I, I saw a little post, and I, I have not heard of the game War Thunder, but apparently War Thunder uses military type, uh, current military weaponry, you know, fighters, tanks, weapons, things like that. And this player base, I guess, is so dedicated to realism that they frequently and consistently go out of their way to find documents related to the equipment to settle various arguments about the performance of the things within the game. So recently, somebody was... They were, they were having an argument about the performance of an F-16 fighter jet. Somebody decided, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go find the documents, and I'm going to post them to prove that I'm right. So he did. He went and found whatever documents he needed to prove his point, and <laughs> although they're declassified, the U.S. military still uses F-16s, and we don't necessarily want easy access to that kind of information. So those posts were taken down. Interestingly enough, it's not just the U.S. military that has had documents posted online regarding a video game. England had documents posted about one of their fighter jets. China had documents posted about one of their tanks missiles. If you can believe that. One of the, one of the bullets that's used in a tank was posted in this form. So, if you ever want to know how to build your own F-16 fighter jet, just go on War Thunder. Eventually you'll run across some post about some piece of military equipment that various governments do not want you to see. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty interesting. So, good thing we have screenshot capabilities, huh? Anyway, <laughs> let's get into some more serious news and uh, let's talk about that. Microsoft recently announced plans to lay off 10,000 people in a restructuring bid. It may or may not have something to do with the acquisition of Blizzard, but 
The point is that 10,000 people are losing their jobs. A lot of people at 343 Industries specifically. Now, speaking of 343 Industries, it is no longer going to make Halo games. Instead, it will oversee the overall development of the universe, but it will not participate in making video games anymore. So that is probably for the best. Hopefully they rehire Bungie or some other studio that's capable of stewarding Halo in the way that we're used to. Part of the reasoning behind this is that, and this is a leak, this isn't confirmed, but part of the reasoning behind this is that 343 Studios isn't is not in a position to create the story that they want to create in a budget-friendly manner. So they're going to do a campaign DLC, and they proposed this to their bosses at Microsoft, and Microsoft said, you know what, that is way, way too much money to invest into a video game that's not doing particularly well. So we are instead going to move you into a position to oversee the entire universe. And again, we've been talking about Halo TV for a while. That's part of that's part of the thing, right? It's it's an income stream in and of itself, but it's also a marketing opportunity for Halo. And obviously, we all know that that was bungled. 343 Industries didn't handle that particularly well. The launch of Halo Infinite didn't go particularly well. It's a big open map with not a lot to to do you just travel huge distances from one base to another with no real point to it it's just, just overall not, not, not good, good for the Halo franchise, franchise for 343 Industries to really be in control of anything if if I were one of the studio heads and I don't know but if I were overseeing 343 Industries at Xbox, I would say, you know what? I think it's time for new leadership. You bungled probably one of the easiest things to do, at least in my opinion, is to make a, an exciting Halo TV series because we've all been waiting for that for over 20 years at this point. And you bungled it. You bungled it bad. You, did, you broke the one rule of showing Master Chief's face you allowed, you know, the showrunner to say that they weren't going to be restricted to the video game, even though it's entirely based around the video game. It's it's not it's not good. Halo Infinite itself is not good. Halo Five, we all know, was not particularly meaningful to the to the series overall. And it seems like Halo is just kind of lost in the ether. We talked about this here on the podcast uh, a couple of years ago at this point. Halo Infinite, I, I'm just not excited for anything Halo anymore. I'm just not. I don't know about you, but it's proven to be this thing that doesn't know where it's going. It doesn't know what the story is, and it's it doesn't know how it should end. It's been a major cash cow for Microsoft for 20 years, but... 
you can't continue the story forever. You can't keep us in this infinite loop of nothing, continually fighting the Covenant who no longer exist. And, you know, we we know what the Halo rings do inside the universe. Everybody in the universe knows what those rings do. So what now? We're going to fight the brutes? For what? Now Now it's just evolved into a regular war. So what? what's the point of Master Chief? And what what happened to Cortana? What are we What are we doing with any of this story? It's it's become nonsensical. It's become pointless. So it needs to wrap up, or create a compelling enough story that it brings people back. Like what What is the reason for me to be invested in Halo at this point? Back in the day, it was that it was so graphically inspiring that you know i remember i distinctly remember somebody saying that they were impressed that you could see individual blades of grass in in halo combat evolved now i mean those were painted onto polygons but it was a major step forward and the story was compelling you know it wasn't it it was it was a sci-fi story about and a mystery about these rings so you get thrown into this thing and these rings themselves are compelling because you've never seen them before you've never seen anything like it before come to find out they're not just rings with uh, biospheres that you can live on but they're actually weapons designed to kill all life in the galaxy like that's a compelling story of course we handled all that the flood aren't uh, a threat anymore so the rings are irrelevant now we have the forerunners and like what what's happening there it's just it's just a mess the story doesn't know where it's going it doesn't know what it's doing i don't think that 343 industries needs to is going to be a good steward of the story at least not with the current leadership. So time will tell, but as for now, 343 Industries is no longer making Halo games. Thank goodness. Possibly we can get some good content in the near future. And hey, speaking of good content, let's talk about Fallout. It's one of my favorite video games ever. I love the fallout franchise i can't tell you how much i love fallout i recently picked up one and two because i never played them before it's a different experience it's turn-based uh some of the same sound effects are there which is pretty pretty cool but i the point is that i'm trying to make here is that i I love fallout i love fallout so much 76 was kind of meh I, I pretend that 76 doesn't exist personally, but the rest of the series is deeply, deeply engaging to me. So I was excited when the CEO of Obsidian said that he wanted to be involved in making a new Fallout game. Of course, it's a tease. There are no current plans to make a Fallout game. Obsidian is busy making 
Outer Worlds 2, which, again, is fantastic. And development of Grounded, as well as a couple other projects that they're working on. So it'll be a minimum of, like, five years before we see Obsidian making a Fallout game, if they ever get the chance to make a Fallout game. But... It would, it would be very, very cool if Obsidian made a Fallout game. So, th- I mean, there's that. There's that. I, I am always waiting with bated breath to see Fallout, another installment of it. Because I, I don't, I, I just love the game so much. I just love the universe so much. It's my favorite thing in the world. You know, it'd be super sick is to finally see ncr territory we've never seen it you know to actually go to california and see what's going on over there or to you know go somewhere outside of the ncr outside of the brotherhood potentially it it would be ah man i just I, i love the universe so much it's it's so good it's so good so hey here's a question would you pee in a bottle for two hundred thousand dollars, I mean, you have to do more than just pee in the pee in a bottle to make the two hundred thousand dollars. But if there were two hundred thousand dollars on the line, would you pee in a bottle? The answer for this guy is yes, he would pee in a bottle for two hundred thousand dollars. There was somebody who was playing Dota two in a tournament, and the rules say that you can't use the bathroom during a match. So, that's cool. (laughs) So, you better make sure you go well in advance of your game. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to go, man. You're going to have to hold that and hold it and hold it and hold it. And this guy is saying that the PGL forced him to pee in a bottle. And, of course, he posted pictures of it online on Twitter for you to see. I don't know why you would want to see that. I guess to show the receipts that he actually did pee in a bottle. It's, it, I mean, maybe he peed in it before the tournament. Maybe he peed in it after and then took a picture because he's a weirdo. I'm just kidding. I, I have no reason to believe that anything then other than what he said happened happened. So... That's cool. I guess for $200,000, if I if I really had to pee, that's that's what I'm doing. If it's <laughs> if it's $200,000 on the line, uh, you got to do what you got to do, bro. That's a uh, that's a lot of money. And uh, if that's all it takes to to potentially make that amount of money, then I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm peeing in a bottle. I wonder, though, because these tournaments are typically in front of big audiences, in front of spectators, like, do you just whip it out on stage, or did they allow him to go backstage? Like, I want to know what the circumstances of this were. Was he sitting next to one of his teammates? Was it a single-player tournament? <laughs> I, I, When I read that headline, I just had pictures in my mind of like some guy in his esports uniform sitting on the stage and being like i got man i got i really gotta take a leak i really gotta pee 
his teammates sitting next to him like, dude, I told you to go before we even got here. I told you this was going to happen. What the fuck, bro? He's like, here, here, take this bottle, pee in this. And the dude just like whips it out and starts taking a leak right next to his friend. That, I mean, like, that's, that's what I envisioned when I read that headline. (laughs) I don't, I, I, I don't know how that happened. I just hope that it's the way I imagined it in my mind because it's super awkward and funny. But there you go. There you have it. $200,000 and you got to pee in a bottle. So sweet. Hey, you know what I've noticed is that we are on, we're going on episode 100 of the podcast in various forms. Whether it was just me or the three of us or Squirrely Sunday, whatever. We've had almost 100 episodes published. And I'm noticing that IGN has a podcast. Freaking uh, VG247 now has a podcast. And I mention that because they're out here trying to corner the sphere and use their money, use their reach to find more people to engage with their content. But here's the thing. And I I don't know for sure. I could do some research, but I'd rather speculate. It's just more fun. So (laughs) when I was writing for The Gamer, the editor-in-chief had come from VG247. And when we had that whole disagreement uh about an article i had the podcast and i it was one of my first episodes i know for a fact that he listened to that podcast i know that he did i know that the his second his right hand man also listened to the podcast i don't know if he went back to vg247 i do know that he is not with the gamer anymore his right hand man doesn't appear to be with the gamer anymore I would wager, speculate, that they took the idea of a podcast and like said, you know what, that's a pretty good idea. That's a pretty good idea. That was three years ago, almost, at this point. So, <laughs> we're ahead of the curve here on working class gamers. I want you to, I want you to remember that, gamer. Uh, we, we're, we're ahead of the curve. I, I was in the industry at one point, but you know what? I can tell you the difference. The reason you should listen to us and not VG247 or IGN is because they're still journalists. It's like, it's like, you remember the Try Guys? How they were part of BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed is a trash organization. (laughs) And the Try Guys was a trash kind of thing. Obviously, it made them a lot of money. But... I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's a, it's a, you're not going to get any serious compelling news out of those outlets. At least I don't think I could be wrong. I'll start listening to the podcasts and see what's what, but man, I'm telling you, this is, this is the place to be. We're ahead of the curve. So I appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you on Monday 
hopefully there's an episode this weekend. I can't make any promises. I am not going to be able to be on the weekend episodes for quite a while, probably, uh, unless we figure out some uh, some sort of method of doing it that's not Friday night. But who knows? It's it's hard to see at this point. Uh, next week on Wednesday is Xbox Direct, basically. So I'll be watching that. We'll talk about it on Thursday. And uh should be interesting. Should be interesting. Starfield is not going to be there, so don't get your hopes up. From what I'm reading, Starfield will probably have its own showcase, but... We're going to be talking about some Xbox games here on Thursday. So with that, I will catch you on Monday. You have a good weekend and a good rest of your day. Peace.